0: You're listening to Young Honest Mother, the podcast. Here we'll chat about all things marriage, motherhood, and modern home economics in all honesty. I'm your host, Maurice Young. Before we dive into today's episode, have you ever wondered why everyone seems to be talking about Gua Sha these days? I'm always on the lookout for simple self-care techniques to add to my wellness routine and the Gua Sha facial massage lives up to the hype, once you learn how to do it properly, that is. My friend, Emily Perrick, who is actually a guest on episode three of Young Honest Mother, the podcast, is a licensed esthetician and gua sha enthusiast. So we worked together in collaboration to bring you a free ebook on how to give yourself a gua sha facial massage. Inside this free resource, you'll find details on what gua sha even is, what benefits you can experience, spoiler alert, say hello to glowing skin, and reduced fine lines. You'll even find a step-by-step guide on what to do and a diagram that shows you how to do it. Plus, we even answer frequently asked questions on recommended tools and methods. You can download your free ebook all about how to give yourself a gua sha facial massage by tapping the link in my show notes today. Happy reading and enjoy. And now, back to the show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another solo show episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast. Have you ever had one of those days when you just lose sight of the purpose behind your mothering? You can't see it, but I'm raising my hand high. I admit that in between the seemingly endless tear-streaked meltdowns, his, not mine, and resolute displays of defiance, and chatter-filled moments that are only on pause while Milo sleeps, I struggle to remember what this is all building towards. In all honesty, it's only after years of journaling, reading, and processing that I've even come to understand a cold, hard truth about myself. I was unknowingly harboring a fantasy of motherhood, one where my child was always well-behaved, where I always felt secure in my mothering and where I always felt like every single moment would be enjoyable. As I've settled into the fullness of motherhood, I've had to sit with many uncertainties and disappointments coupled with both wonderment and gratitude. In other words, it's one of those both and kind of situations. And I've had to learn how to hold the contradictions without falling apart, without feeling like a failure. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I understand that at its core, I'm mothering my son to become a smart, kind, well-adjusted global citizen. But since becoming a stay-at-home mom back in December of 2017, most days kind of feel like Groundhog Day. The weeks have blurred into years, and I find myself grasping for something to anchor me to the present, while also offering me a glimpse of where this is all headed. In episode 40 of Young Honest Mother, the podcast, I sat down with Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestselling book called Fair Play. If you haven't already, make sure you tap the link in my show notes to listen in. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss Eve's game-changing approach to tackling domestic duties. Well, anyways, in that episode, Eve mentioned something in passing that immediately struck me and shifted my perspective. She said something like, Our homes are our most important organizations. And I got to thinking, if we approached modern home economics with the same commitment to building systems that work as we do in the office, then perhaps our home lives would run more smoothly. Well, after letting that marinate for a few weeks, another point of view started to unfurl. The most successful organizations are held together by a central aspiration. Before launching into the world, the founders, outline company values, which then inform a clearly defined mission statement. Those values and that statement are what help keep everyone working towards the same overall goals. So what if we applied that same concept to our home lives as well? What if we collected our individual partnership and family values, and then formed parenting mission statements to remind ourselves of our long-term purpose? I think our homes would operate much more like a unified organization if we did. I don't know about you, but all too easily, I can slip into a paradigm where chores feel like burdens and responsibilities seem like traps. This is my family, and it is my duty to take care of them, even when it's not fun, even when it's not easy, and even when sometimes I'd rather be anywhere else. Reprioritizing our home as my most important organization is critical. When I don't put my family above other aspirations, our foundation begins to crumble, and we all lose our balance. So here's what I envision. I want to get clear on my family values. A few years ago, when I realized I didn't really know what was important to me anymore, I worked my way through a creative journal exercise to help me define my important beliefs. I'll link to the workbook over in the show notes because it was such a fun way to work through this process and I really enjoyed it and I think you will too. But I've yet to sit down with my husband and define our partnership values in addition to the ones that we hold for parenting. I'll be honest, I've spent much of my motherhood journey lamenting how unstructured and unpredictable raising a child can be. I thrived in school and in corporate settings where values responsibilities, and missions were clearly spelled out. So now, instead of waiting for someone to magically appear and create these clarifying systems that I crave, it's time that I assume responsibility and initiate this practice like a mature adult. After outlining values with a partner, then we can move on to distilling them into a guiding phrase or mission statement. These statements are usually concise and use strong, action-oriented verbs to convey the organization's goals and purpose. Once the statement has been agreed upon and declared, it becomes a compass guiding all of those within the organization towards decisions that serve to move the mission forward. I'm ready to try it. And now I wanna hear from you. Have you ever created a family mission statement before? You can join the conversation by commenting on the show notes or on the social media graphic for this episode. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. And that's it for this episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast, which means it's time for you to join the conversation. Share your thoughts on social media and tag me at Young Honest Mother. And then pass this episode along to friends and family who need to know that they're not alone on this journey either. Until next time, I'm your host, Maris Young.